0: All right, guys. Welcome into the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner with my co-host Miss Lena Del Rey. Hey, guys. She finally created an Instagram. I did. It is at Lena L A I N A underscore Del Rey. Del Rey. So you can find her. You've been posting about. Yep, I've been posting this week. A little bit about
1: you know going to the gym, some latte art, some things about the podcast. I saw your
0: latte art. That was really Isn't good. It? I was like
1: five for five on lattes that day. I was like, fuck yeah. I felt so good about myself. I actually had one you, of my barista friends. She was like, that's really good.
0: You've been definitely stepping up. I, told, I, I Whenever I saw that, I was like, well, wow, I'm really impressed right now. Because <laughs> whenever you first started working as a barista at American Brew. I didn't uh, even you know, know how to it, steam it, milk ta- correctly. Yeah, it, but it takes time. And it yeah. also, it's really hard to do latte art with almond milk. Like you have to have 2 Almond milk. the absolute home- worst to yes. deal with. Yeah, it's, it's great.
1: A, it's a great alternative, but making latte art with it is nearly impossible. Again, if you have any baristas out there listening, if you have any tips on
0: there is, like, almond you have to, like, milk tilt latte tilt cup. Yeah. You have to tilt it. You have to get, like, the good swirl when you're mm-hmm. steaming the milk. And By then I how focused. was your workout this week? It was good. I went almost every day.
1: I had one, one day off just because, like, my legs were killing me, and I was walking around. Like, I had a broom up my ass. Basically, oh it, I looked terrible walking. People were like, is something wrong with that girl? Like, what happened So you had a bad leg day. Well, I had a
0: great leg day. Yeah. It I was like a, a yeah, good right. sore. I should, I should, yeah. Yeah. Restate that sentence. You had so, a great leg day. Yeah, what you know, was it? What'd you do?
1: I did the squat rack, and I finally, now I'm at a gym that has a free yeah, you weight, recently went to One Life, yep, which is the Globo Gym here. And so I finally talking? upgraded from the Smith machine to a legit squat rack. Okay. So I was doing that. Trying to find, like, my balance on the bar because I'm used to, you know, the assistance of the Smith machine, like, balancing me out. So, I was doing a lot of that. Doing some leg extensions, uh, like, abductors, adductors, all that jazz, you know. So, it was a good sore. You'll be so proud of me today. Yeah. I actually woke up. So, today's my day off from American Brew. I'm just here doing the podcast, which I love. But today was my day off. And um, I got up at my usual time of... Five thirty. wow and I went to the gym and I did that and then I what, came home what time did you get to the gym I got to the gym at six wow. which is earlier than I get here sometimes that's but
0: impressive
1: yeah I did that
0: I so your alarm went off and then did you second guess yourself did you I was like or were you were you pretty did you sleep in your workout clothes
1: I did not. I actually changed. um, Well, so I'm going out of town this weekend and Mm -hmm. I knew, okay, you're not going to work out tomorrow. So you have to get your butt in the gym today. Just do it. Get it over with. You'll be fine. And I'm used to getting up now so early. It wasn't a big deal. So I finally got myself this morning. I was like, you know, yeah, it's really early and I hate it and I can't see the sun right now because it's still dark out. But just get your ass to the gym, do what you gotta do, and then move on with your day. And nice. I did it, and I was really, really proud of myself this you, morning. That is really impressive. You should
0: be proud of yourself. It's very like
1: off brand for me to do yeah. that on my because <laughs> you're used to.
0: If you've listened to our past podcast, um, Lena has really transformed her life. Um, you know, she went from just drinking, like, a bottle of wine a night mm-hmm. to basically almost, like, feeling self-conscious about herself and just wanting to make a change in her life. I did a whole and lifestyle change a whole life. in the past couple of months. It's been a whole lifestyle change. like a 360, change. yeah.
1: Really. It really has. And you know what? I... Old Lena, she was great, yep. but new Lena feels better. But
0: and you're still enjoying the oh, yeah. things. You're still having drinks when you yeah, want to drink. Yeah, I have drinks, had a but drink but last night with you, my roommates, and yeah, it was totally fine. You're just being you know? like conscious of it. Exactly.
1: You know, I wasn't drinking a ahead like a hard seltzer, and I was chilling.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I still had fun. Yeah. So and and uh, you know, she used to not be a morning person at all. Nope, still not. Still not, but she was disciplined enough because of the goals that she has set to wake up as if she was going to work because she was already in that routine uh, to get to the gym because she's going out of town. You're probably going to have a lot of fun this weekend. Which I'm so excited about. Yeah. And it's like it, you knew that like if you don't go to the gym today, you're not going to work out over the weekend. Yeah. You have to get it in. You're going to come back. It's going to be Monday. The week starts. Mm-hmm. We're busy. Yeah, and then you have to catch up with all the things that I
1: neglected to do this weekend because I was out of town. So So what is your rep
0: scheme looking like?
1: Right now I'm at, if I'm feeling really good, I'll do four reps of 12. Four sets. Or four sets, sorry. Yeah, four sets of 12, but sometimes I do three sets of 15. Cool. And that's my usual, and I've been amping up weight, so when I do, like, lifting now, I won't maybe do as many um, reps, but yeah, I'll I was increase. Ready the to weight. ask you:
0: Has your yeah, has your um, weight increased? Yeah, so nice. I actually
1: did. I was on the leg. I did the leg extension machine and the hip adductors and abductors, and I went up twenty pounds on each, which was. It felt really good it's really too. Good. That's so, probably why
0: you're walking around with a broom up your butt. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Might have something to are do. Are you with so, it. when? What are you still sore? Super sore? Just a little bit, but it's like a
1: good sore. So cell. let me ask you this:
0: Are you doing any supplementation? Self-limitation? Supplementation.
1: Oh, supplementation. I don't even know what that means. What do you mean by supplementation?
0: that? Supplementation? Like, are you taking any protein?
1: Are you doing any, um, like, glutamine? I do drink, like, I have a collagen drink that I, or it's like my greens and collagen, so I kind of get, like, a little bit of all my vitamins I need for the day.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then but what about I, what about,
0: like, a protein? I haven't... Or got into knows. protein. I was
1: actually talking to one of my coworkers here at American Brew, because uh-huh. she's been working out, Sean. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how have you been gaining so much muscle? Because mm-hmm. she's been going to the gym, too. And she was like, I increase my protein intake every yep. day. But she's like, I add a little more cardio so my protein doesn't turn to fat when I'm working out. I was like, oh, my God, why did I not think of that? Mm-hmm. So now, knowing this information, which I got yesterday, I'm going to move forward and add mm-hmm. a little more protein into my diet And maybe add, you know, a protein shake here and there, Mm -hmm. and then hopefully I can gain a little more muscle mass.
0: So it's interesting because your your muscles, your your muscular, um, I guess, skeletor that you have right now, it Mm -hmm. actually it cannot turn into fat. Your fat cannot turn into muscle. Scared about that? No, they're two completely separate. Um, you Entities. You have, yeah, you have your, your fat and you have your muscle. What happens, though, is if you... Whenever you consume... If you're working out and you're, you're basically breaking down your muscle, the protein helps build that muscle back up. Is that what like BCAA is for too? Yeah. Isn't that Brands what that does? Yeah, chain amino acids. Okay. Yeah. So that helps restore the muscle. So if I were if I were to recommend something yes. to you, it would Tell be me. to get on a protein okay. so shake. Um, there's all different kinds. Like there you have protein shakes with I love collagen. the muscle, Joe, that
1: we have here.
0: Yeah. And that has protein in it. It has protein in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, The brands chain amino acids like that's really good on just. Restoring. I do drink pre workout. I do do that. Oh, you do. Okay. Uh, yeah. So
1: and I I don't know what
0: what pre workout are you taking?
1: It's called Alania New. Okay. Haven't it's heard of mimosa that. flavored, which oh, is wow. delicious. Fancy. Do you know what I tried doing the other day? Because I I've seen this on Instagram. I tried doing the dry scoop. Yeah. Where to I see the dome. people like they chug their water. Yes, then so that's they, how I take my pre workout. They jump their pre-workout in and they just like swish in their mouth. I did that and I got pre-workout up my nose yeah. all over my face. And you, it looked like I was the, just doing you didn't film that for us. Oh, I did. Oh, you did. I just did you not want it to see daylight because Dude. it looked like I just did some rails in the <laughs> yeah. back of like a dumpster oh and going into the gym all tweaked out. So I was like, uh, maybe hilarious. I'll just skip on this video.
0: Yeah. Next time.
1: Next time I'll post it
0: though. Yeah. I'm going to keep trying. That, that's actually my favorite way to take pre-workout. I don't mix it with water. I, I do it straight to the dome.
1: See, I've been, like, shaking it in my mm. shaker bottle. And then this is why I tried it because I'd be working out and my stomach is, like, out to here because mm. I'm so bloated from drinking water. I'm like, yeah. and I hate that. I hate are having to leave a workout to go pee. In? Oh, yeah. I drink right. water all throughout my workout. Yeah. It's just I hate having to leave my workout yeah. to go to the
0: bathroom. Yeah, I'm like, that sucks. Yeah, so that's why I started
1: dry scooping.
0: Yeah. Less water. Yeah. Just take it straight to the dome.
1: Yeah, straight to the dome in mm. my blood.
0: But it's it's interesting because, like, a lot of times, like, when people come to me and they say that they want to tone up or, like, you know, they don't, don't want to. We don't use it. that word, remember? I you know. You told me that's that last episode. I, they, kept, they come to me saying they want to tone up. But, like, I, there's this false misconception that. Your, your fat can turn into muscle or your muscle can turn into the fat. And I feel like there's a lot of false information out yeah, there. there or it's just there like is. a lot it's of word of mouth. Just, and yeah, like, I, I like heard, heard that blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, and the, um, you know, your, your fat can't turn into muscle. Your muscle can't turn into fat. You have to reduce your body fat in order to see the muscle that you've built underneath that body fat. Um. And so, yeah, I would say, like, if you got on a protein, like, for recovery, mm-hmm. um, sometimes the proteins have the BCAAs. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, but there, there's a lot of great, some great supplements out there that I can help you, I can help you with choosing the, the yeah, best Yeah, the ones. right one. Because I've, yeah, I've heard there's one that's, like. There's there's, a, there's actually a lot, of, unfortunately, there's, like, a lot of supplement companies that, um, they have, like, a lot of fillers. yeah. A lot That's of things awkward. that just like you don't need in your body. It's just, you know, they spend all their money on marketing. Yeah. And, and not making a lot it of money on food and like Yeah, not a lot of money on the product. Yeah. So yeah, I can definitely help you with that. Fall is here, and we're thankful for today's sponsor, Manscaped.com, for still keeping us cool, clean, and fresh. Manscaped is the premium men's grooming company for all of your manscaping needs. Manscaped is dedicated to developing the best men's products and accessories to level up your full body grooming game. And I'm really excited to tell you about one of my new favorite products in quarantine the new Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Seriously, it's the perfect add-on to your bathroom grooming regimen. The Shears 2.0 is a newly improved luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools that includes slashed tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file that is a crazy good value, guys. If you're still rocking the flip-flops like I am on warm afternoons, I need you to look down and remember that your toenails and your feet do matter. People don't want to see your nasty unclipped claws that you're rocking right now, so let's get those trimmed. No undergroom set of feet and fingers, and most importantly, balls is accepted. For men who want it all, I recommend the Perfect Package 3.0 All-in-One Manscaping Kit. The Perfect Package 3.0, yes folks, that's what I said, kit comes with the Essential lawnmower 3.0, water-resistant, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver and the Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant and Moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're out on a run or getting a workout in. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner spray that's designed to give you a little pep in your step, if you know what I mean, and a crop clean up while you're on the go. Subscribe to the perfect package with the Peak Hygiene plan today and you'll get the new blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered right to your door every three months, totally hassle-free. It's the perfect gift idea for a man in quarantine. And for right now, a limited time, you guys, if you subscribe, you get not one, but you get two free gifts of the Shed Travel Bag. This is a $39 value add-on. It is a patented, high-performance, reduced, chafing, Manscaped boxer brief. Get 20% off, plus free international shipping to US of A, Canada, Australia, and the UK with the promo code, all caps, A-S-H-H-20, at Manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor. Get your balls right. Get your tools right. Get Manscaped and get the job done. to our, we like totally got on. Um, Sorry, guys. It is um, tradition that we take a shot. What are we doing today? I Ashley? got Whistle Pig.
1: That's like really funny considering one of our last episodes we talked a lot about pigs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and today we have Johnny James on. Yes. From Oregon. Very um, excited to meet you. The uh, Whistle Pig, I believe, is out of Vermont. Here is to... Lifestyle changes, maybe. (laughs) Oh, God. Do you like rye whiskey?
1: It's something. (laughs) It's something. I'm going to drink a little kombucha. (laughs) It was good. It was really good. (laughs) Uh, I wish you guys could see my face right now because I am tearing up a little bit. I'm not good at shooting this is the, whiskey. This is the
0: only rye whiskey that I like. Really? It's not
1: bad. It's just, I think, I'm getting used, as we do more episodes and I'm tasting more whiskeys and more ryes, I'm getting used to the flavors and, like, all the, like, the taste mm-hmm. of whiskey on my palate. So, like, yeah, I made just a really ugly face and I was a little dramatic, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. We've had worse. Oh, my God. What was the, oh, there was one. Yeah, like, I can't even remember. It tastes which one you straight made up like gasoline. Me. Yeah, I was like, did I just like inhale nail polish remover? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what one that was. I want to say it was like the Jane, Rebel Widow Yell. Jane. It was Rebel Yell. Is that is that Widow Jane? Widow I Jane Rebel so. Yell, or is that two different ones?
1: I I should know this because I work here, but I don't. I don't I'm know, really. Sorry. I think it was uh, it
0: was Widow Jane. Widow Jane. Oof. Oof. Like, cause it'll freaking kill you. <laughs> It did. All right, so today's episode, we have... Johnny James. Johnny James, who's very interesting. He is up in Oregon. Um, he has three little girls. Love um, that. Yeah, I don't... His My youngest, dad has
1: three little girls, too, so I'm like,
0: that's so cute. Yeah, he, uh, he completely turned his career around. He's on the cover of 400... Romance, romance novels. Do you read romance books? I don't. I actually want to ask him if he has ever read
1: Oh, that's a good question. If he's read any of them. Mm-hmm. I looked on his Instagram and he posted a few, few covers. Yeah, I
0: yeah
1: was, he's interesting. Yeah, he's very interesting. And now mm-hmm. he ranches, right? He has a farm. Yeah,
0: he has a couple pigs, he has chickens, he has he just got goats. He just got goats. Yeah. I love I like, really the baby want goats. goats. And he has cows. <laughs> And so he just really decided to take, you know, he was doing all of these, like, the modeling and the romance novels. And he decided to 360 his career. Yeah. And um, I do know that he recently did a shoot out in Vegas. Uh, I I don't know exactly what it was for. Yeah. so I think that he's still doing it. He's still doing it a little bit, but he decided a little, to like on the side, maybe. Yeah, just change his direction of like where he was going and what he was doing around. And I'm excited to hear his yeah. side of it and like how it, he does with his girls and
1: living I'm life really on the ranch. Intrigued,
0: and we are really excited today to bring on our guest to the Reborn Podcast, uh, Johnny James. Welcome. So, welcome to the Reborn Podcast.
2: Thank you. Hello. Johnny
0: James. Yeah, thanks for being here.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for being
0: here. So, you're in Oregon,
1: right? Okay.
2: I'm in Oregon, yeah.
1: Oregon. Okay, cool. Oregon. Have you always lived there?
2: I've always lived Well, besides, I lived in Los Angeles for four years. Besides that, yeah, I've always been here.
1: uh, Did you move to L.A. just to start your, like, modeling career?
2: Well, uh, that's a... So, modeling began walking through a mall Is that's how I started <laughs> modeling. So, Glam-
0: glamour shots,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, actually, I was just I don't remember what I was doing. I was walking through the mall, and uh, I have not told this story like ever.
1: So, this is exclusive.
2: This is yeah, this, this is, is exclusive to the newborn
1: so, podcast. I guess,
2: I guess I had two starts in the modeling. My first, my first thing was I was walking through the mall, I, I just doing my thing. And a lady approached me and just started talking to me. And she said, I need you to to come back here tomorrow. And so I came back tomorrow and there was an audition. And I I had no idea what I was doing. I was working construction at the time. And so I I show up to this audition and I'm like, wow, these people are like super pretty. And then there's me. (laughs) And I'm just like (laughs) total like dirty. I I had a baseball cap. A white t-shirt on and some jeans i didn't know what i was doing and the lady walks up and she says and basically said audition's over you need to come with me and uh man i had not said this in so long but it was, it was Abercrombie and Fitch was my, my very first
0: <laughs> wow. my very first modeling
2: gig so uh,
0: how old were you
2: i just had turned 18
0: wow and so, where were you living at the time
2: i was living in in oregon Oregon oh yeah, was So I, so I found myself. I didn't even know what an Abercrombie fish was. <laughs> so they had to give me clothes, and uh, they got me some shoes actually too, because my boots were all dirty. And uh, so I saw. I was going like store to store, just standing there. Were you know the guy that doing.
1: stands outside with like they wear totally, the jeans I, and so shirtless? They're like, homemade, welcome to Abercrombie.
2: And I would. I was like, I'll do this. Sure. <laughs> So, uh, so I started doing that, and then I went to LA. I lived in I lived in Santa Monica for four years. Uh, was doing that whole life scene. I worked at Roxy on the Sweet. side. Yeah, it was it was rad. So I was just like surfing and skating and doing my fitness and all that stuff. I didn't and I then, didn't know uh,
0: you could surf.
2: Well, yeah, I, yeah.
0: You dabbled I, in I it a go, little bit. I can
2: go. I can go surfing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's an, it's thing. another thing um, I when it's judge,
0: yeah I when say, it's you know, catching it's a true. wave I like yeah, to just go, go out with, on the ocean but I can't really catch a wave yeah
2: but uh next thing you know you know I'm just doing little gigs here and there uh came home and then one day I guess you know long story short got this phone call about modeling and I was on a plane to LA the next week and the rest is history.
0: So how long have you been doing modeling for?
2: Oh, altogether, um, probably 10. Probably a few years. Took a good five years off, and now mm-hmm. probably 10 years.
0: Mm-hmm. So whenever you're doing your modeling, did you just quit your construction, or did you still do the construction stuff and the modeling on the side? Well,
2: that was – so that first – I was doing that on the side at first, just right out of high school, and then I was actually building Harley-Davidson's. And uh, so I was building motorcycles, working, doing side stuff. And then all of a sudden, everything just changed overnight. I was like I said, I was on a plane to California and signed the dotted line. and Here I am.
0: That's crazy. So what came after um, Abercrombie & Fitch? What kind of modeling Um, did you do?
2: I did like little. I don't I don't really remember. I'd show up, put the clothes on and (laughs) leave. (laughs) That was it. I still never ask really what I I just, like, know my dates and when to get on an airplane.
0: (laughs) So, because you have been on the cover of 400 romance novels. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite cover?
2: Uh, No, no. Actually, yeah, yeah, I do. It's called, um, I know what it's called.
1: What's it called? It's a a
2: cowboy one. (laughs) For the love of an outlaw. It's my favorite.
1: Love of the Outlaw.
2: <laughs> yeah, because no. I'm putting it on my reading cowboy. list. I'm a cowboy.
1: <laughs> You're a cowboy.
2: Nice. By, uh, yeah, author is T.S. Joyce, and it's a it's a cowboy cover. So, of have course, ever, that's my
1: favorite. Have you ever read any of your romance novels that you've been on? No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. Well oh, man. I used to have a hard time just seeing it. I would get, like, anxiety whenever I had to, like, put a picture of myself up, and I put my phone away. I like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. So,
0: so, you are up in Oregon. You yeah. have a ranch. The name of your ranch is? What is Double W. Double
2: W? Yeah.
0: How many acres do you have out there?
2: Uh, there's three 10-acre pastures right now. And uh, I'm actually looking outside at everybody right now. I, everybody is the animals. I call them yeah. everybody.
0: And, and <laughs> kind of tell us a little bit about Where you are now, you have this ranch up in Oregon. You have three little girls. Yes. And they're growing up. Yes. Best dad dad ever. Yeah. (laughs) How old are your girls?
2: (laughs) 11, 8, and 6.
0: Ooh. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. My my dad is a dad of three girls, too. And like a lot of people are like, that poor bastard. But my dad's like, absolutely. My dad loves being a girl's dad.
2: Yeah, He too. loves it. Absolutely. I'm, like, girl power.
1: I love that. Life. We love that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So the thing that we're working on now is I'm trying, like, and I, I love, like, what Ashley does with, with her boys. I watch that. And I kind of do my own version, but I, I'm not doing the school part. So I'm doing, like, the sports part. Mm-hmm. And, like, we, we got guitars and drums, and so we're trying to bring the music back into it. We're trying to maintain somewhat of
0: that's awesome.
2: normal, normality, I guess you want to call it. So, I don't know. keeps me and
0: busy. what kind of animals do you have on your farm, your ranch? I have
2: Texas longhorns. That's what I'm raising the most. And then uh, pigs, chickens, goats, French bulldogs.
1: You have French bulldogs. <laughs>
2: I got a barn those cat are, named, the I is, got a barn cat one. named Barn Cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: awesome. So what made you want to get into the ranch lifestyle?
2: I just, well, I grew up right, so the ranch I have now is about two miles from where I grew up. So it was really important for me to come back to, like, my roots and where I'm from. Back then, it was just being a kid, not really understanding. As I got older, I, I learned to appreciate, like, really what I was doing and what I was brought up around. So that's what brought me back into the world. And I was in Texas and I was at the, the rodeo and I was around these longhorns and I just I just fell in love with them. I was just like watching them and I was like, I want one of those.
1: Mm-hmm. Now
2: I have a bunch of them outside.
1: <laughs> was it hard to get like a ranch or like to get into that? I mean I know you kinda had like the uh, background in it before well, but
2: I, I saw so I work with a, a partner ranch out here. It's by it's like a 300 some acre monster ranch and so i've learned so much from having just great people around me kind of mm-hmm. you know i had the gist of it but having having a little bit of help never
0: you know yeah 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 if you weren't if you weren't doing the ranch scene uh what do you think that you would be doing you think you would and like the modeling never happened like Aside from the oh, ranching man. and the modeling, like what do you, what do you see yourself I'd like? be
2: like a hooligan. Yeah. do you?
0: know.
2: Yeah. Building think, something. Probably.
0: Building. Do you think that the modeling stuff, though, had a crucial role into who you are today?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, I didn't want to model. I didn't want to. I didn't even know what it was, really. I just didn't have... I had to do it at the time because I didn't have anything else. I, you know, I, was, I didn't have any money. So at first it started out as a job for me. And I had, like I've talked about before on my social media, my social anxiety that I have is it's really gotten me to kind of overcome it in certain ways by like, you know, uh, like just being put in positions where you have to be so Exposed. out in front of people. Yeah. Exposed. I mean, I remember – I got off the plane. I was in London. I I show up to this convention, and there's a big picture of me. I went back to my hotel, and I I ordered, like, pizza, because the only thing I could find that was, like, normal. was, like, Domino's pizza. And I (laughs) I just couldn't go. I couldn't, like, go there. It took me all night long to get ready for the next day, because I was just, like, it was too much for me. Yeah. So, moral of that story is – over the years it's helped me develop getting over my, you know, my insecurities that I've had Mm -hmm. just like, Hey, I'm good enough to, to be something. I'm good enough to, to, you know, follow my dreams too. Mm -hmm. So once I learned to embrace that.
0: So you took a five year break, 10 year break from the modeling and recently you were just out in Vegas. You, Uh, you, yeah, yeah. You were out in Vegas doing some work. Did you think that you were going to hang up your modeling career? Oh yeah, and I was then, done before that. So what? What made you give? Like you were like, "All right, one more." I mean, I feel like we always say like one more. I'm gonna do one yeah. more, and then I'm gonna hang I, it I up. I have
2: another one. I have another one coming up now. You do. That <laughs> so was like I'm done, and then some. Uh, the people that I work with, I have such a great friendship with. Uh, my agency, um, named Andre and Wander, they're two guys that uh, pretty much take care of take care of me, and I have a hard time saying no. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm, I'm a, I like to make people happier, um, you know, and I don't want to let people down, especially people that are giving me such great opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So as much as I'm like, oh, man, I just want to drink beer and play on the farm all day. <laughs> now I got to like get shape, do all the stuff I used to like, you know, do.
1: Did you feel so. pressured to work, like to work out when you were modeling? Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh, yeah. big time. Big time.
1: But you, you still continue with your workout, like you're still working yeah. out and doing all yeah,
2: that. I tell myself like, oh, I'm done for a while, I'm going to take a break, I can't do it. I, I, <laughs> I still get up 5, yeah. 6 a.m., I, I have the same routine, that's, you know, it's just how I am. I am. I'm just programmed that way.
0: So give us an idea of what your day looks like in your life, having the ranch, you're still working out now. You're, yeah. I mean, you're already in really good shape and you said that you're getting ready for another modeling gig. Yeah, What does your day look like? Cause you have the three girls school yeah. is virtual still, or do they go? I don't know if they went back yet. You have all of the animals that depend on you. What is yeah. the day in the life of Johnny?
2: It's really not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I get a coffee and then, so depending on if I'm bodybuilding or getting ready for like a photo shoot or whatever that determines my fitness route. Cause if I'm clear about the lean out, I usually go really early. Then I'll go a second time. If I'm bodybuilding, I'll eat a few meals and then go, you know, cause I want to pack big size muscle. On. So depending on those two, first um, first and foremost, coffee animals, get them all fed, check everything, make sure stuff's good. Dad duties. Of course, yeah,
0: I can't do sixth grade math. <laughs> I feel I you on it. that one. So I, got, I yeah, feel you. I,
2: it's, I, fraction, dividing fractions and yeah. times and fractions. Oh, my God. Like, I can build whatever. Fractions are I hard.
1: <laughs> I had a breakdown with my dad one time. I literally will never forget this. I was, doing fr- I was in sixth grade, just like your daughter. Yeah, I was in yeah. sixth grade, freaking out. I had, like, a timed fractions test the next day. <laughs> and I re- remember just crying. My dad's like, that's it you're not going to school tomorrow. No kid should be this stressed over fractions. And I was like, right? dad, I'm like help me.
2: One night I just, I sat there. I was like, I was like, Oh my God, you you need to get it together. Like, <laughs> you cannot. This is, this is sixth grade, man.
1: Sixth grade, it's oh, well, hard. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And then it is just kind of, well, I, I always keep the same consistency with my, my food, my, uh, you know, the, just the training mentality, because that's something that's always helped me because, you know, I had, I went through, I fought depression in my life, like I said, social anxiety. And that's where bodybuilding's really been a key factor in my life, because it's something that I have all day long, no matter mm-hmm. what, can't take it away from me. rather it's, it's my you time. Yeah, even even like, like the time that I take my vitamins, you know, that's something that I it's every single day, you know, my food. I have something coming up at all times because I can't have a wandering mind. I'm not good at that. I'm like, I'm on top of things. And that's something that's always kept me like grounded and, you know, just, I'm getting.
1: <laughs> Is that why you find fitness so important in your life? Just because it keeps you so grounded all the time. It's, oh, absolutely. You, I mean, like- I love
2: being in the gym. That's one thing. When I get there, it's like, it's my skate, my therapy, church, whatever you want to call it. It's all that stuff combined. But it's also just... The routine of living a healthy lifestyle. And like I said, keeping my mind occupied that all day long I mm-hmm. have stuff going on, coming up, whether it's a meal, my vitamins, my rest, another cardio, so whatever it may be, I have things going at all times. That's when did you?
0: Like- when did you get into bodybuilding? Well, okay. Like how how like how old yeah. are you? Were you were you always into no, health and fitness or like,
2: yeah, no, no. I saw oh, oh man, this this is like the, the, the dirt. So
0: good. Send it. Uh,
2: so I always played sports, you know, and I, I was I was really lean and fast. I was that guy, and oh my gosh. So okay, so I had I had the same girlfriend for high school, and she she dumped me <gasps> for older guys because the older guys are, are fun, you know. Their, there was a group, they all, and I was just shattered. Right, like man, this is brutal right now. And, uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get all strong. I'm going to look real You're good. Show these guys She's going to want me back. Well, she didn't want me back, but I got strong <laughs> and I started looking good, but there was a good like year where I just used that. Like I was like down in the dumps and that's kind of what, what got me through. I was go to the gym and I would just like get, I like saw her. I just wanted to get really strong. I want to get my girlfriend back. And it, Doing that, I found this new passion that's just kind of cured, you know, heartbreak cured everything. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it started for me. I was was addicted right away.
0: Do you think that your weight training has helped you through all the social anxiety and like the depression? Oh, absolutely. And do you think that it's even helped you with the discipline of getting ready for all the modeling stuff and the, I mean, I, I, I get it. Like I get the strenuous life of the expectations from the outside world of Expecting yeah. and even the social anxiety, I can definitely relate to of going into a place and just being in a space where you just feel like everybody is just. I can't imagine what you guys go through. Yeah,
1: yeah. like I, you guys are yeah. so transparent. Your whole life's out there. I, I can't even imagine. Like I feel the pressure, and I'm like your average Joe. I can't yeah. imagine so, what you guys go through. And I don't, thank you for I both don't even, being transparent.
0: It's, it is tough. There is a lot of pressure I think on social media. And I think that, that, I mean, Lane and I have joked because I haven't even been to a grocery store in like two years. <laughs> I just order my groceries online. Yeah, like, right? I don't even, li- I don't even like to go into a grocery store.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I get it.
0: My, my life is literally at my house with my boys yeah. I'm at American Brew, which is where we are, yeah. and I have yeah. this upstairs space that I can come to to kind of retreat from like yeah. people, and then I have day. my gym. Yeah, and that's it. Your sanctuaries. I don't go that's anywhere it. else. That's
2: the ticket. Yeah, I'm so I'm an, in, an introvert. That's me, right? I, like an over.
0: outgo like probably an outgoing introvert.
2: Out. Yeah. Yeah. Because you. But yeah. People think I live this, I'm doing all this fun, crazy stuff. I'm like, you know, you know, I'm 36 now. I used to be a little rock and roller, but now, you know, I got, I got my animals, my kids, and I don't go, I don't do a lot of stuff. Like I'll go ride my Harleys and that's, that's, you know, that's my getaway.
1: Mm-hmm. That in the gym. Mm-hmm. I think you need those in life. You need yeah, like a little, kid. like a little slice of life or a slice of yeah. time in the day for yourself. And that's yeah. like, you know, whether that's working out, riding your bikes. I think uh-huh. even everyday people, we all need that. Especially now during these oh, crazy sure. times of quarantine. Right? It's and I did. Be,
2: for, for years, I, I felt like I was living out of, you know, hotels. I was just like, hotel, room service, all that stuff. So I got to the point where I'm just, I'm good. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm just keep it simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Wanting to slow I, down I a little enjoy bit. enjoy the little
2: things in life. Yeah.
0: So that's tell so us about important. the girls. Do you want to talk about your girls a little bit? Sure, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have a, your oldest is how old?
2: Jersey. She's 11. Yeah,
0: she's 11. She wants to be a singer. Oh, she can sing, yeah. too. I've seen so,
2: her. Yeah, she wants to be everything. She's a dreamer, <laughs> and I love that. I love that, that
1: so, too. So you know,
2: I was talking about this actually yesterday, how I live by curiosity through my kids, because I remember going to Toys R Us as a kid, and I thought it was like the size of Texas, and I walk in now and I see four walls and some cheap toys, you know. So I still try to see through their eyes how amazing life can be. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, No, it's beautiful. We kind of lose beautiful. it as we get older sure. and we start seeing, you know, seeing how things work. But they don't they don't know that yet. So I love being able to. So when they want something or they're passionate, I'm full go. I'm like full go, dad. Let's go. Let's get into it. And that's something that I just i kind of strive off of is by – showing them something I, I have three girls my I guess goals everything I want is them to just be strong confident independent women so they can go through this world which is scary and, and be good you know mm-hmm. you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna things are gonna happen but you're gonna have the tools to to get through it and that's like if I can do that I'm good mm-hmm. yeah I'm good like, that's the legacy that I want to leave behind is what I can do for my kids when they become, you know, whatever they're going to become.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it when people encourage little girls to dream big. Like, that's the best thing you can do as a dad. I my dad always so, encouraged me. These I days are brutal, so ske- too.
0: Yeah. I, I can not imagine having a girl. Girls are fierce. Three. I mean, <laughs> in, in my house, it's wrestling. It's farting. It's like oh, my mud. Too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Girls are like that I, too. I got little yeah.
2: athletes. They're little athletes. But yeah. um, I, just, jersey. I just feel like, I feel like this generation is lacking a lot of that old soul, chivalry kind yeah. of, oh, there's a lot of entitlement going on. And I just, I try to steer so far away from that to give mm-hmm. them, you know, a good head on their shoulders and know how to be treated correctly. You know, if he don't open his door for you, you ain't get in a car. Yeah. That's kind of how it's going to be. You know?
1: You're setting them up for success. <laughs>
2: you're setting uh, them up for uh, them having hopefully. high standards,
1: yeah. you know, and like, oh, oh, as yeah, they or, should.
2: Or to success and to be able to deal with failure. So yeah. I think it's kind of both. Because you're going to you. have it no matter what.
0: That's a great but. way to put it. And so what about your middle one?
2: Oh, Skylar. Yeah. She gets Skyler. braces today.
0: <laughs> oh, she does. It's a, it's, a,
2: it's a big day today. It's braces Dang. day. Braces. Okay.
0: All yeah. right. And how old is she? She's 8. She is 8. All yeah. right. That's how old then, Cash is. No, Cash is not 10. Cash Trip. So I have a 13-year-old an 11-year-old. Okay. And then a 5-year-old.
2: <laughs> yeah. we're we're pretty
0: close. Yeah, we're pretty close. Um <laughs> so braces today. Yeah. How is that?
2: It's so, actually pretty good. She's you know, she's a good kid. We I talked to her I was like, just get it done, you'll be—you'll think your thing is later.
0: Yeah, just get yeah. It done And early. I always, I always see your girls out on the ranch, like, oh yeah, doing labored work too. They're shoveling yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. You put oh, yeah. them to We're work.
2: Very, yeah. Do they? Yep. Do they see, ever we, complain we about that? No, it's actually pretty nice. We work hard, then we'll we'll play hard. So yeah, I do all the girl stuff. I'm good with it. No shame. I Hell, love yeah.
1: gymnastics.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm that dad. I'm like there with all the moms, but uh, yeah, they're they're such sweet kids, and they've always. What I love is that they have such a wide approach to life. Like they love so many things, and I think that's really really important. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And then your little right last, you said she was five or six.
2: Six, Riley Jet, S- yeah.
0: Riley, okay, and tell us about her. She. Is she the spitfire? I feel like all the youngest
1: (laughs) are always the spitfires.
2: Yeah. She's just in her own world. Just loves everything. Yeah. She's going to be my artist.
1: Oh,
0: cute. So we kind of talked about like the legacy that you want to imprint on your kids, which is so important. Yeah. I think like everything that I have been through in life and in business, I hope that my boys see my struggle. I think that it's important that they've seen that I've struggled, that they understand that I fail. And it's like within that time of me failing or not making the right decision, that's when I've truly have become stronger.
2: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
0: So what do you think is like the ultimate legacy? Like, do you want, what do you want to leave behind what is the message that you want to leave behind for your girls? Because it's so important, especially these days for girls to have a strong male in their life.
2: Yeah. absolutely. And to teach
0: them the standards of being respected, the standards mm-hmm. of what it means to be an independent, strong female and absolutely. for them to truly see and understand their worth. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you want to leave down? Like, From a dad, if you had something that you wanted to leave behind for your girls, what would that be?
2: So, really, that's almost the the answer there. So, because I I have a counselor I talk to every Wednesday. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I I strongly believe in that. And and that's something I, I was really open in talking to people about.
1: Thank you for being open about that, because I think that's hard. For yeah. people to say like, oh yeah, yeah. I've been to therapists because I feel like it has a negative connotation, mm-hmm. but it's it not. Does. You're talking to someone like a friend, and, I, and I almost,
2: is. I almost invite the negativity because I, I don't, I don't care. I, I, it <laughs> does for me what I need, and maybe your yeah. attitude towards it might, you might need yourself. Yeah,
1: so, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's very that's how I see Those like, people.
2: But that's something that we currently are working on, and she's become pretty much like one of my best friends now. And it's not so much that I'm going in there with like, oh, listen to this. It's more like we just stay on track and uh, focus on the future and the past and what tomorrow is going to bring. And that is something I've been working on so like, this, like I have been mean, going after is my legacy when I leave and what I leave behind. And it's not about what I've done, all my accomplishments. I can't really remember even most of them. But every single day, what I leave for these kids, how I set up the example for them, that's going to be it. And I know time goes by fast with these kids. Like every day, you, it means so much. So I'm, like I said earlier, I'm really focused on just giving them the tools to get through this life. As And it's it's hard right now, especially with everything going on, yeah. you know. To just be strong and confident and, and be able to stand on their own two feet and make decisions for themselves. I think that in the end will be the best legacy I can leave behind. My accomplishment, that's all gonna be there to go look back and you know tell you, my dad was all right at one point. Mm-hmm. But uh that's really that's really it. It's just make sure they're good. And mm-hmm. when they fail, when they get when they're down, they have the tools to bring themselves back up.
0: Awesome. So what do you what do you see in store for Double W Ranch in the next 5 years? Cuz right now you're oh. specializing in the authentic purebred pedigree yeah. of the Texas Longhorns. What do you want what do you like what is your goal and your direction with that?
2: Just keep them coming. So <laughs> what so what I wanted to do with, with cattle is I didn't want to just go get a whole bunch and stock them up. I wanted to raise them myself. I wanted to breed them. And for that, it, it takes no time. So I have a rotation of heifers that will be, you know, bringing calves in. And that's going to be how it works. I want to really bring them up, give them a, a great life, good, all that stuff, and then just kind of go from there. Because it's, I love the process of raising these cattle. Because you get to you get to watch their coloring take shape, their horns mm-hmm. take shape, everything about them. And even, it sounds weird, but their personalities. They all have yeah. personalities. Uh-huh. And, and I love it. So and it be- is it
0: is fun, yeah. If you guys are not following Johnny on social media, you have to follow him and watch his stories because I feel like <laughs> I ha- I feel like I've even developed a relationship with, with your the cattle. animals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I like every time, I'm like I really want a goat. I really want goats. Yeah. She's I, been uh, talking yeah. about
1: it all week. She's like, this guy has goats. She's like, I think yeah. I might get one. I'm like, where they're, they're where are you so gonna put this funny. goat,
0: Ashley? It's gonna live at the brew.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> so the other
2: day, my I had I was out here with the pigs, and I looked over, and the pig took my beer can. <laughs> he took. If he it, was thirsty. He, yeah, he so he had a good day.
0: How are the fires <laughs> and stuff out there?
2: Oh, the fires. Mhm. The fires were scary. Yeah.
0: So that
2: hit really fast, and I learned. So much. One, I learned about how really cool people can come in crucial times, and uh, it happened fast. And I was very, very, very fortunate to come out with just you know some some smoke damage.
0: And you had to load up your all of your livestock.
2: Yeah, yeah in we were like
0: twenty four yeah. hours. Oh my god, I can't even yeah, imagine it, like it, what it, that it, entails.
2: it was, I mean, it was it can't even breathe outside, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden. And actually, I was, so I was outside working, and I looked at my phone, and I had messages like, your you're evacuation zone, get out, get out. And I'm like, oh, uh, what? Shit. <laughs> so yeah. I'm trying to load up all, all the cattle, all the animals, and get out of town.
0: How was so that? Was it pretty tough, getting all the cattle on everybody? It, it was a little
2: bit, a little bit. Just, a little you know, stressful. Because I, I, for me, I was like, you know, the things I cherish are in my gun set. So I'm like, I'm good, you know, grab the extra set of clothes, but I just so worried about, you know, my kids and yeah, my animals.
1: It's scary. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're, so once to they were saved,
2: yeah. So what happened was I took them about an hour south to another ranch. I know. And then I, I was lucky to have a friend that had a spare room. So I was just sitting there for three, or four days, like watching my phone, trying to see updates to see, you know, do I have a place. Is it, out. It's, it's gone. Are you,
0: are you pretty clear from the fires right now? Is it yeah, gone yeah, up there? Yeah. Nice. The,
2: the rain is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. we had a lot yeah. of damage up here. We had, you know, lost people, houses, a lot of stuff. But the community has been amazing sticking together.
1: Community comes together so, in hard times, which it, is it, really it, cool. It truly really
2: does. And that's something. So when I was sitting in this bedroom with my buddies, just, like, worried sick about what's going on. I had so many people reach out. It was it was amazing. It made me like look at life a new way. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. People are great, you know. Yeah. They can be not great, but then again, they can be great. So,
0: what what advice would you give somebody who is maybe on a career path and they want to possibly step out and to chase something like you did, the ranch yeah. and yeah. everything that you're going what would you what advice would you give them? Because you have this long history yeah. of just hustle. Yeah. Like it seems like you hustled. Did did you always yeah. know that you wanted to have a ranch?
2: Um I think deep down I did. I yeah. didn't quite know I'd be having like longhorns walking around and stuff, yeah. but the, the the lifestyle, absolutely. I knew that was gonna be my end game was living at a ranch in the country. Uh, you know. I really feel like people underestimate themselves and and I think it's not really about dreaming. It's about pursuing. And once you set your mind to something, the ball's in your court. It's like, do you want to do the work? Because the work's going to pay off. It's a lot easier to say, you know, yeah, I want to do this, but put the gloves on, you know, do it. And that's kind of what my mentality was: I knew I didn't want to travel around the world, you know, doing doing that forever, and you know, I I wouldn't have jobs forever, so mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to go after something, and I just did. So I feel like when you get to that point where you do decide something, what's stopping you?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean, you know, only thing that's going to stop you is yourself, right?
0: I think it's the fear and the limitations that we put on ourselves that cause absolutely. us to stop. Yeah, Yeah. And it is a mind it's the puts barriers true.
1: on us. Yeah. Minds yeah. put
0: Barriers on us. And it's like yeah. the outside world that tells yeah. us like that we're not capable or that we can't, or that we can never achieve something. But absolutely. I, I do believe, and I, I say this a lot that anything is achievable and obtainable. If you give yourself the right amount of time to achieve that goal. Yeah. Period.
2: Small girl small goals reach the big goal.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Know,
2: that small girls and big Small in big. steps
1: leads to the big picture. Small steps, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And it's funny because it's like, so I used to, I still, you know social anxiety is still in that deal with my whole life. And I remember like before football games, basketball games, I would almost be sick. It's not because I was like scared or anything. I was so afraid of failure. I was afraid mm-hmm. of not being good enough. I was always like but then the second I stepped on that either the football field or the basketball court, it's like let's go. You forget it's everything. It's, it's so
1: it's gone. like you
2: just you got to take that step and dive in, and whatever scares you, I feel like there's a reason why it scares you because there's something on the other end of it. It just do you have what it takes to get through that, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how how I see it is. If it's easy, what's the out? What's what's really on the other side? You know, yeah, the reward. Everybody everybody would have what's easy.
0: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that's good. Well, it's really great to talk to you today on the yeah, Reborn thank you Podcast. You so much. I yeah, thank you. will continue to follow your journey, I'm what have you to give are you doing a fall as well. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you're. It's it's really inspiring. You're a very inspiring human, and I mean that uh, wholeheartedly. That. Yeah, you're just you're real. You're real. <laughs> you're a transparent you People appreciate that
1: too. They do. The transparency of like, you know, dealing with social anxiety and depression. People, that yeah. that's, that's life-changing yeah. for some. Whether you know it or not, that is life-changing for some I people. to hear that. that.
2: Yeah. So yeah. where
0: can, where can people follow your journey and everything? So your Instagram is at underscore johnny dot james. james.
2: yeah. Underscore. That's your, yeah. That's your Yeah. yeah. That's it.
0: <laughs> um, is there anywhere else that people can follow you? Um, um at the at your ranch you have a your your ranch has an Instagram
2: yeah. so I'm not like really good at social media I've gotten a bit <laughs> better I kind of suck at it um like like I said before I didn't even make someone made that and I took it over <laughs> yeah. so I didn't know I really didn't know much about it so that's kind of it I guess is that I have the Facebook too but I'm not really mm-hmm. on the Facebook much.
0: Yep. Thanks so much for joining us today at the Reborn Podcast. And um, just keep inspiring. Johnny, keep doing your thing. And just trust me whenever I say as a female, you are raising your girls right. Amen to that. Thank you.
1: So favorite time of the day. It's I question time. I don't know what any of these
0: questions are, so.
1: So, um, let's see, let's see, let's see what should we ask first. Okay. Do you have a program that are quick workouts for busy moms, something effective and lasting? Mm. Cuz I know you have a few programs out mm-hmm. there. You have a, like what, six? Six or seven? There's a few.
0: Yeah, I think I have like 12 or 13.
1: Oh, 12. Okay, my bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have, you know, I always have to come back and ask. It all depends on the equipment that you have. Because I believe every program that I have, it ultimately depends on how fast you can work through that program. So I would say Horner training, but you still have to have basically a full gym. If you are wanting to get about 40 minutes of working out in, Kalos Stenos is a really good program because it's just body weight. So that doesn't
1: yeah, and that doesn't require any equipment, it right? It doesn't
0: require any equipment. There's another one called Dumbbell Crew, that's about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I feel like that's like an it's average like amount d- of time to work it out. It is, and and I I tell people that like if if don't get frustrated if you find that you're spending an hour and a half on the workout when you only have 45 minutes, go in, have no distractions. Just get whatever you can done during that time, and then just be done with it. Like, move on to the next day. Don't get hung up on yourself if you can't complete the workout. Don't be too hard on yourself, Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, just go At least you're doing it. Yeah, especially if you – believe me, I know. I I go out to do a workout, and I have, like, my boys there. Like, sometimes I just get two different circuits in, and that's it. And, you know, like an hour and a half went by because – Cash is wanting to do. Include the kids in the workout. I
1: love seeing you have like auto and Cash and Trim. They do. Sometimes sometimes you have have them with the weights and I think it's so cute and so funny. So
0: it's just like, you know, just do what you can with the time that you have and know that it all all comes back to being consistent. If you stay consistent and dedicated to the direction that you're going and the goals that you've set, regardless if you're doing 45 minutes or an hour and a half, you just got to put in the work. And if you stay consistent with that and you come back day after day and you make other changes and not just in your fitness training but if you make other changes like in your nutrition and your diet and your supplementation you'll see those changes. Cool. Thank you Ashley. Alright so do you think I can train
1: my dog myself to behave just like yours or would you say I need Wait, a trainer the dogs? at first? Yeah this is a question oh, about raven dog. and bones. Okay. Um or would you say I need a trainer at first? Just amazed how they listen to you. First off yeah. If you haven't listened to our interview with Tyler, yeah, that do really that one. first before we even get into this question, yeah. then listen to this
0: response. Yeah. Listen to the podcast with Tyler Falco Canine. Um, he's up in Boston. We did like an hour and a half interview and podcast with him. Definitely listen to that. And I would say, yes, again, The the dog training and stuff, it comes with setting a foundation for your dog starting on the basic stuff. And I have found whenever it comes to training my dogs is I work with my canines at least three times a day. But honestly, like it's all throughout the day. It's all throughout the day. And if you put your dog in a downstay and let's say it's been 30 seconds, maybe we're going on 60 seconds and your dog gets up. No, you have to keep that dog accountable you have to walk them right back, put them right back in the downstay, And you cannot forget that you have left your canine there. Because a lot of times you'll put your dog in a downstay and, you know, like a couple minutes will go by. And then all of a sudden the dog's just like walking around the house. I feel like I have that issue with my four-year-old niece. I'm like, your girl, I'm <laughs> like, you better
1: stay in time out. She'll like come walking.
0: I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Going back to time out. Get right back there. Yeah. So you have to... You have to make them accountable and you have to stay accountable for what you are trying to teach your dog. You have to enforce that. You can't put Show your dog them who's boss. Yeah, you can't put your dog in a downstay and then, you know, be like, "All right, they're in a downstay in their kennel or like their dog bed and then like walk away and and then you see him like 5 minutes later and you're like, "Oh, oops, I forgot about my dog. Just let him walk around." Well, your
1: dog's had previous training. They so- did, yeah. I feel like for this listener, like, yes, if you want dogs like Ashley, mm-hmm. you have to send them to a trainer of yep. some sorts because you're great with your dogs. Yeah. I've seen you train your dogs, but yeah, I had, you did have had some work, help with it.
0: Yeah, I, I started working with Raven when she was about I met her eight at, like weeks, 12 weeks when yeah, I met her.
1: I met her at six months mm-hmm, old. Mm-hmm. So And I and started working with her right away, then. but
0: I had to get lots of reps in. So I sent her up to Tyler um, up in Boston with Falco Canine, it's just a lot of reps. Again, coming back to, like, I guess to answer the question for full circle, is, like, it takes consistency, and it takes a lot of reps. It takes a lot of time. And um, so, yeah, and then I sent mine up to Boston with Tyler to basically reiterate that, to get that stamped in to them every single day. But the, the work doesn't stop. Like, you can't just send your dog to a dog trainer and, and they're going to be the back perfect a dog
1: when they come back. Yeah, no. they're
0: not. You have to work with them all the time.
1: I agree. So, now we actually, someone sent in a video oh. to us. So, we're going to listen in real quick and who, uh, see what they have to say. Cool.
0: Video question. I like it.
1: Hi, Ashley. My name is Katie, and I also have a small
0: restaurant in a small town in Ohio. And I've been following you for a while, so I was just curious how you handle dealing with employee issues and kind of finding that boundary between like employee or friend. Oh, that's Jaeger.
2: And then when people let you down, um, it kind of takes the fun out of like why you started, and sometimes the employee stuff can really weigh on you. Um, I know you've experienced some similar things. And then, like, a bunch of people in town, you, I don't know, you go out in town, you feel like you're just, you have to, you worry about, like, who you run into, or at least I do. Um, so, just kind of how you deal with all that kind of stuff and stay confident and not let, not worry about, like, what other people think of you, basically. So,
0: thanks. Um, yeah, that was a great question. Thanks, Katie, for sending yeah. that in. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. And you look pretty young, also, um, which makes it difficult Um It is tough running a business, being a boss, being an entrepreneur, and then also the boundary of being a friend. And I say, (laughs) I was given a piece of advice years ago. um, And the advice was that you cannot allow yourself to be emotional when it comes to business. And I actually took that piece of advice and I said, fuck you. It's <laughs> probably not what you're expecting. I, because no, I wasn't. It is impossible to not be emotional and to not get attached to the people that you entrust when it comes to running your business. It's extremely difficult. And it is something that I am learning every single day. In fact, I would rather have a close relationship with all of my employees and get burned or get hurt, which I have many times. It happens. It's part of running a business than to be so far extracted and on the outside of the business that I don't have that relationship with my employees. It's hard for me to not care about every single person that comes into American Brew. It is. It's part of probably my DNA, my makeup. I know that there's bosses who probably don't care about their employees and they just run business. Um, I have found, and I hope that this advice can help you, that I do not make decisions based on my emotions. I do not text. I do not email. I do not tweet. I do not discipline Sit down, have a conversation. Whenever I am an emotional, um, whenever I am in an emotional state about something that possibly happened at my restaurant. So, let's say someone rolled in late, and maybe they were just hungover, and they were trying to do their job, and they were just really sucking at it. I do not make a decision about that employee until at least twenty-four hours have gone by. I make sure that I am in a cleared centered state of mind, not emotionally, especially if I was close to that person, that like, oh, that person let me down, that person, you know, they were supposed to be here and they weren't here and they don't care and now I'm just like emotionally upset because I felt like I've invested so much in that person. I have to take a step back physically and emotionally and make the best decision for the company. And there's been a lot of hard decisions that I've had to make for people that I truly care about but I had to make it for the sake of the company. Business is business. Business is business. Yeah. I think, well,
1: as like from an employee side, mm-hmm. I we've gone close as, you know, like yeah. I've stayed here and now I do the podcast with you, which I love. But at the end of the day, I think it. you're right when you say like hire people you trust. You don't want to like invest time in people you don't trust because... You've looked out for me. You were like, that one day I didn't show up to work because I didn't realize I had work. <laughs> and you were like, are you okay I'm just checking up yep. on you? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. I respect I respect a boss more who's involved and wants to get to know me instead of just being like, I've had bosses in the past they are like, oh, you're lucky to be here. Yep. You know, consider yourself, like, lucky. We can mm-hmm. throw you away at any time mm-hmm. and rehire you. And, like, even if that is the case... Mm-hmm. I love having an involved employer. I love having an involved boss. And you know, as much fun as we have, I understand that there is a line mm-hmm. in our relationship where like yes, I consider you like a close friend,
0: a mentor, mm-hmm. blah
1: blah blah, but at the end of the day, you're my boss. Yeah.
0: It, I I think it goes both ways because it's it hard has to, to de- be, define that line. It does. Like it, you know, if 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 you as a boss and like a leader, if you're going to go like a hundred percent. The other person has to also respect that and not take advantage of that. And, and, and that's hard to find sometimes, is, especially now. Everyone has a, like a agenda. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, it's always fair to give people a second chance and I'm going to just be super upfront and honest and say that if somebody comes in and they just mess up bad, and you say, you know what, I'm going to give you a second chance. We're going to bring you back or whatever. Nine times out of 10, they're going to mess up again. And that's just the whole hard, cold hard, truth. cold, hard truth is that it's, you know, it's human nature, not everybody. And I think that the, the people that I have taken a second chance on and they've redirected and they've stayed on, they've been some of my strongest assets so it's tough. It's really tough, especially being a young female entrepreneur. Um, there's no easy answer for that, except I would just say, you know, your experiences can make you forget, like, why in the hell are you doing this if you just keep getting, like, burned over, you know, nobody cares but you have to go back to your initial reason of, like, why you started. You didn't start for those people. You started for yourself. There was a purpose other There's than a the people. there. Yeah, there was a purpose other than, than the team that you've created, like, why you started this company. People will come and go out of your life. But I do believe every single person, regardless of the amount of time that they spend in your life, they serve a valuable purpose. And they are a part of the story of who the company and who yourself personally are becoming.
1: I love that answer. Yeah. That's so. For anyone out there, and not even just Katie, like if you're an entrepreneur, it's tough. that's great advice to listen to.
0: It's tough. It is tough. I can't. I mean, I don't have a business. Yeah, and like and I know like how like the the That one Sunday that I came in and you guys got Bobos, and I was like, "Wait, when did you guys start getting Bobos?" Like I really felt <laughs> I felt so bad. I didn't know you. were coming. I literally. But this is a so, prime example that. Yeah. So every Sunday, and. I, I had never, I never, there's this restaurant that's, like, a block away. It's called Bobo's Chicken. Fine Chicken. Yeah, and, and and I came in on a Sunday, which I felt like I'm usually in here on Sundays. It was a Saturday. It, it was a, a Saturday. Saturday.
1: I only know that because they're closed on Sundays because I'm a regular there.
0: <laughs> so, but I, I yeah. was like, because I'm usually here on the weekends. No, you are. You are. It's, and then whenever you're like, oh, we've been doing this every Saturday, I'm like, well, where's my Bobo's? And I had no idea that they were getting Bobo's. Like, th- this is just an example of how, like, all of a sudden – I felt like that, like my feelings got hurt because oh, I felt like that I, I was left to do out. That. But then I had to be like, "All right, Ashley." I felt why so Why are it. Why are you feeling like you're left out? Like this is a this is a business. You're running a business. It's great that the the girls, the team, <laughs> collectively front of the house, back of the house, is all coming together. And be like, "Oh yeah, we get Bobos on Saturday." And I'm like. I didn't I know we bo- get bobos on, on Saturday.
1: Saturday. Where's my bobos? Next next Saturday, I got you on some bobos. Don't worry. Yeah, but it, it's that, so that, good though. That,
0: that, that's a that's yeah, a prime example of is. like I had to put myself in check because I was automatically getting emotionally connected to something that like. It really had... It did not affect the business. It did not affect me as their boss. I just felt left out because I have gotten close to my team. And yeah. I want to be... A, I always want to be a part of it. I They actually gone. split their... Uh, whatever drink it was. was uh, like, the oh, yeah limeade. Try the Try the Bobo's chicken. Try the limeade. But again, it's just... It, it's something that you have to constantly put yourself in check with. and And know that it is... I think that every boss the advice that I got that you shouldn't be emotionally connected to your team and that you shouldn't be emotional about business. Like I say, fuck that you, you had like, I, you are emotional. You're emotional about the people who, co- who, who come into your life. You're emotional about the decisions that are made, but you in the, in the heat of the moment, when it comes to making that decisions, you cannot be emotional. Take 10 seconds. Breathe. Yeah, if you get ever that, hyped huh? up, just breathe. Yeah.
1: Remove yourself from the situation. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying, like, the, the decisions that I have I have made have been emotionally, like, Charged. I guess, have, have affected me emotionally because it just, it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Whenever you care for somebody and you have to fire somebody or whenever you care for somebody and they let you down, that is emotional. But you cannot make the decision based on your emotions.
1: And that's fair. You have that's to make you your think. decisions
0: based on business. And I think that's and the team.
1: good practice. Mm -hmm. That was a really good question. I love when our listeners send us the really hard questions.
0: So if you want to send us questions, you can send us a video DM or you can DM us on the at Reborn pod and we will answer your questions on the podcast. Thanks again, Katie. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. Anyways, my name is Ashley Horner. This is Lana Del Rey. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Make sure you tell your friends, your family, download us listen to us. Stream us. Stream. Give Tell us your five aunts,
1: stars, uncles, cousins, third Dogs. removed, you know. Tell your people. Tell your people. We are out. Bye guys.